1290koil.com and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Uh, for this segment and others, we're going to be uh, writing a comprehensive article on healthreformexplained.com. Healthreformexplained.com is the show's blog and website uh, where you can see uh, this interview and others as well as our commentary uh, in addition to what we're talking about here on the program. And we're joined here uh, again by Stuart Sloan, president of SIG Consulting, and Brian Munderlow, uh, running Shotgun here with me here in Omaha as we talk about uh, the, the theme for this week on tools and selecting your benefit plan from the choices that will be offered in 2017 because it's clearly going to be uh, less choice out in the marketplace, and that's why we wanted to make you aware of some of your alternative options. And uh, next up on our list, Stuart, uh, and I know Brian has a lot of experience in this as well, is telemedicine, which is something that's really been emerging uh, quite a bit in the last five years. And uh, especially now that everybody has smartphones, and I swear I see people walking all over with uh, Pokemon Go. They're just completely addicted to those things. And so why not be able to maybe get some some healthcare services through your smartphone and other things? And so, uh, Stuart, I'm going to begin with you. Uh, telemedicine is transitioning healthcare. Um, why do you think it is of value to, to somebody to consider this? Well, <clears throat> the, the short answer is that it's finally here, uh, it's finally, and it's finally living up to its potential. And it's being driven by faster Internet connections. You know, you just mentioned smartphones, changing insurance standards, turning electronic communication, uh, and, and upending really the general, uh, you know, health care delivery. Uh, doctors are linking up with patients by phone, email, webcam, they're also consulting uh, with each other electronically. Uh, patients are using new devices to relay their blood pressure, heart rate, other vital signs to their doctors so they can manage uh, chronic conditions at home. Telemedicine <clears throat> also allows for better care in places where medical expertise is really hard to come by. Uh, just an example, Doctors Without Borders relays questions about tough cases from its physicians to its network of 280 experts around the world and back again via the internet. In the woods outside of St. Louis, shifts of doctors and nurses work around the clock uh, at a new virtual care center, a hospital without beds, that provides remote support for intensive care units, emergency rooms, and other programs uh, in 38 locations. Uh, more than 15 million Americans received some kind of medical care remotely last year, according to the American Telemetry Association. So it's here, uh, it's vital, it's working. And, uh, you know, after, um, you know, you have some comments here, I'm sure I'll share with you what's actually uh, involved in this. I'll, I'll talk about the pieces. Yeah, telemedicine, Sean, it's it's time has come, not just because of technology, but because of out-of-pocket costs. Right. Employers right. have shifted to plans that don't have doctor visit copays. Uh, they've, they've switched to plans that don't allow first-dollar coverage. Uh, so uh, just a, a personal story uh, as a father. Uh, let's say hi to my son, Micah, and Jonathan, uh, and Julia, my baby at home. I promised I'd do that, and since I'm going to share a story about them, I guess I can. Uh, my wife uh, one day looked at my son, Micah, looked at his eyes, and, and one of his eyes was red. 
and uh, she's a pretty uh, smart person in, in terms of you know being the the nurse of our family. And she says it's pink eye. Uh, so she we had uh, telemedicine. Uh, so she took a picture of the good eye and the pink eye and sent it to the doctor. Uh, and then uh, because we had uh, telemedicine, she just forwarded that email. The doctor looks at the uh, look at at his eyes and says, "Yeah, it's pink eye. Uh, I'll call on a prescription." Uh, I went to the store uh, right afterwards, and we had uh, the, the medication in my son's eye in less than a half hour from the moment uh, that we noticed uh, any symptoms. And by the next day, it was 75% gone. Uh, and in three days, it was like, I guess we should use up the rest of the medication. So telemedicine has a tremendous ability uh, to save costs uh, for the convenience factor. And then, then also, yeah, like Sean said, or like Stuart said, provide better care uh, because you know you'd have to go to the doctors. And, and another story that my uh, that Pat Garvey says is he he got pink eye at the doctor's office by flipping through the magazine. So you know you also have issues like that. Um, so uh, you find that telemedicine is being built into some plans uh, on the group market, uh, but if it's not. Uh, I think it's worthwhile for any employer or even you as an individual uh, to look into getting some sort of telemedicine plan. It, there's, there's all sorts of different plans. Some are fixed costs, some are per uh, per call costs and, and things like that. Actually pretty affordable for what, what you get. Tremendously affordable. Yeah, uh, very there, much so. Yeah, there's a there's a few uh, there's one company uh, in town that I'll that I'll, that I'll uh, give a shout out, and that's Convenient Care Plus. That's who we used, um, and yeah, that's as low as nineteen dollars a month. Uh, to start off with, and uh, you pay a, a small fee if you do go into the office because uh, it has a primary care built in, actually, not not primary, but uh, uh, ur- emergent, urgent care uh, and uh, and things like that built into it. So um, there's lots out there. Uh, it's 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 here to stay. Um, and uh, Stuart has uh, talked a little bit about uh, even some of the more exciting things about it, and that is it's going to allow a doctor to be in a hospital room with someone without being in there and getting that specialist care uh, without having to travel uh, is, is huge. So there's, there's so many ways that it can be used, and um, I'm really excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I, if I, I'd only add that uh, Stuart's point on um, how it's really able to, to help underserved areas, uh, which uh, in particular uh, states in the West, states like Nebraska and others, many, many uh, shortage of health care providers in those uh areas and in particular shortage of specialist providers and so this is uh, something that that can help solve that problem. Stuart, uh, I'll, anything I'll to I'll share a, a personal story of my own. Uh, if it weren't for telemedicine, my fiance wouldn't be here. Um, <clears throat> we had an accident at the house. She passed out. Uh, her eyeballs were rolling and besides calling emergency, called the doctor and um, uh, within 12 minutes we're at the emergency but also the doctor was there. <clears throat> you know, and and uh, she had gotten the message uh, from our cell phone, and she made it to to the hospital, diagnosed uh, the condition, and virtually saved my fiance. So, that's a personal story, but I think on a larger scale, awesome. I think you look at what the value that it brings. Uh, you're talking about twenty four seven unlimited doctor access, prescription savings, uh, shop and and uh, price procedures. Uh, sync with their medical benefits, locate providers. Uh, also, they have health management content. It is such a useful tool for all of these items. It, it's one of the things that most of the medical plans, uh, particularly in the large employer marketplace, 
but also many of the small employer uh, groups around the country. You're going to see more and more of that this year. Again, one, it's a convenient factor. Second of all, uh, you know, the choice is to go to an emergency room, you know, from, from between and sit there for between two and four hours or having a diagnosis over the phone. And people who can't leave work or they can't leave home or because of their job responsibilities, this is a tremendous benefit to head. And I've seen it priced in the marketplace anywhere uh, from from $5 on the low end up to $9 on the high end on a group basis. So, yeah, the cost is low and coming down. Uh, the benefits are increasing. It's going to be very dynamic as a deliverable benefit in 2017. Yeah, and employers really do need to, to look into this from a cost standpoint, too. Uh, having a telemedicine consult is, uh, you know, a, sometimes a third or, or less expensive than, than a doctor visit copay. Uh, and there's lots of doctors out there. They're, they're good doctors. They're NCQA qualified doctors, so you don't have to worry about, you know, calling and, and getting a doctor in India. Um, when, I, when I call in, I get uh, the last few times I've gotten doctor book from McCook. Uh, so uh, they're they're good doctors, local doctors, licensed in in the state where the uh, where the caller is is calling from, uh, and that's that's a that's a requirement. Um, and like I was saying, as far as a cost perspective, if you can avoid one emergency room visit for uh, like a migraine or or one emergency room visit for you know infection or or something like that, um, it's going to almost pay for the entire plan for the year. Uh, not to mention just the everyday occurrences that, that can be taken care of and cost uh, is saved on the, the medical cost, cost is saved on time off, productivity, um, and employees actually see it as a benefit. Even though it's saving, it's hard to find something that's a win-win where the employer can save money and the employees think, oh, wow, this is awesome. Um, but that's what happens with telemedicine once, once people start to use it is that it's, it's seen as an upgrade, even though it, it saves money. So it's a win-win, um, and employers need to look at it. And I'd, I'd, uh, back what Stuart said is um, there, there's many different types, and you want one that, that has all the, the built-in stuff, uh, the integrating with your health plan, uh, being able to, to review your, your medical records and things like that. So you need to talk with a consultant that knows all the different kinds of options out there uh, rather than just you know putting one on the table. Uh, to really talk to you about what you need and how and what would best fit with your business or with you as an individual. And with what I might bet is that in some of these plans that people are going to be selecting this year, you know, there's deductibles and coinsurance. With a telemedicine uh, benefit, uh, one of the values there is not only do they get board-certified uh, doctors uh, generally around the country, depending upon which facility you use, but also the telemedicine visit itself, there's no charge versus a charge to the medical plan itself. So these are into, uh, 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 you know, a wound uh, benefit features that are really important to the patient. Wow. Wow. That, that's a that's a great point, Stuart. And um, we're, we're talking about uh, these strategies and it kind of takes us into our, our next, you know, part of the conversation that we've we've got put together in that um you know, can I afford to keep my doctor, Stuart? Um, the president uh, uh, famously said, if you like your plan, you can keep your plan. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Um, <laughs> had to throw that out there because it's um, it, it's kind of problematic for some folks. Your, your thoughts on that subject, Stuart? Well, <clears throat> for most people, if you look at the large majority of where people get their benefits, 
Uh, it's in the group marketplace, whether it's in the large employer marketplace, small group employer, uh, marketplace. And employers have chosen the plans that they've selected, uh, either one plan or, or several plan choices, so that the, the employee has a choice of where he wants to go. Um, this year, customers are, are facing steep rate increases, and they're going to be forced to make a different, you know, difficult choices. Do I pay a higher price to keep the plan that I had last year and the doctors or switch plans to save money but risk losing the doctor? And, you know, that's a major decision they're going to have to make. And it's all guided by the bottom line. And, you know, the rate hikes are going to, you know, dictate uh, whether you have a relationship with a doctor, uh, what are you willing to do to, to keep that value, or are you going to be forced to change and have to handle the differential in terms of out-of-pocket costs yourself. That's a major, major decision uh, moving forward. Most benefit plans are, are flexible, and they encourage consumers to assess their options and make these choices. But this is a bottom-line choice that people are going to have to make this year. Yeah, uh, just to speak from uh, you know my perspective, what's going on right now is that one of the the best plans or one of the plans that employers are looking at from Blue Cross and Blue Shield is called Select Blue, uh, and what that is is different because it's a three tier plan. So normally you have in network and out of network, but now they have Select in network and out of network. So uh, can you afford to see your doctor now uh, with the Blue Cross these plans? Uh, it makes sense, total sense for the employer. To, to purchase these plans rather than the, the two uh, the two network uh, options because because of cost uh, but that 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 second tier the higher tier which is the Creighton uh, Allegiant the CHI uh, network um, is at a higher cost and so yeah you can keep your doctor right but you're gonna you're gonna pay a little bit more and carriers are having to do this because it's really one of the only ways that they have uh, to, to cut costs is by uh, actually reducing the the payments to doctors uh, because they're not able to do it a, a lot on underwriting and, and things like that. So, um, you know, can, if, if you want to keep your doctor, it's really important to, uh, on the individual market, pay a really close close attention to what plan that you're getting because the plans are, are really small. Um, and, and the time may be coming here soon where, you're, you know, employers are going to have to, for, for the good of everyone, kind of reduce uh, the, the network that's available to their employees, and especially cost-conscious employers. Um, and I'm, I'm sure we'll get more into that uh, later, but uh, employers can really uh, save some money by, by, by helping, helping employees choose uh, quality providers that both uh, provide quality service but at a reasonable rate. And there's, there's a lot moving on that, um, but, but this, is, this is one of the big ones. Right, right. Stuart, uh, anything else? Me- yeah, let me let me jump in on that point. I think we need to talk here generically and not, uh, you know, company specific. That there are going to be choices. I know that that we've talked about the individual market and you know, the group market. Uh, I'm talking generically here in terms of the group marketplace, whether that's small or large. Uh, and I think employers are going to have to look at other options, which is, uh, do I look at uh, you know the carrier marketplace? Uh, in in the state uh, exchanges, or do I look in the open marketplace, the non-Obamacare marketplace, and see what's out there? There may be some other choices out there which gives uh, other options to employers, which are Taft-Hartley plans. And so the narrow choices we're talking about here may suddenly open the envelope, if you would, 
Uh, it's the ability to, to choose different types of plans, different types of deductibles and coinsurance, and also different types of network. Uh, we shouldn't be blindsided by the blues alone. There are other carriers and, and providers out there uh, that an open-minded employer should look at for what's best for their employees long-term. That's the only thing I would add to what we just said. Sure, sure. And, and we're going to be getting into some more strategies as well coming up here, uh, glancing ahead here and the back end of America's Healthcare Challenge. Uh, we're going to be looking at shifting to high-deductible health plans and funding accounts, uh, whether or not that's worth it. That's a lot of that happening in the industry. And, and some more on... Uh, Great things like reference brace pricing and more from our fabulous contributors, Stuart Sonnen, president of SIG Consulting, and Brian Munderlow, employee benefit consultant at Garvey & Associate. I am Sean McGuire uh, with Edie Bellis, who is the uh, program sponsor. Check out healthreformexplained.com, which is the show blog, uh, which will have all of this information and more, including uh, my thoughts uh, on all of the things we're talking about. We'll be back right after this. Laura Ingram, weekday mornings, 8 to 11, on News Talk 1290, Omaha Radio.